1: finance smarter. In recent weeks, we've really focused on some ways that listeners can boost their income. Uh, So whether that's through starting your own side business and growing your network like Holla talked about, or when we talked with local realtor Alan about diving into investing in real estate, well...
0: Any
1: department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.
0: For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're discussing the coronavirus, market volatility, and your money.
1: Hey Joel, this is a special Friday edition. We don't normally do this, but we wanted to release uh, an episode here that addressed the coronavirus with the impacts that it's having on our economy and all of our lives. We felt that this was a relevant topic for us to go ahead and cover. But uh, man, first of all, what's important for us to note is that we are not medical professionals, right? And while COVID-19, the coronavirus... While it's affected many and killed folks in countries around the world, including here at home in the US, we felt that it was important to specifically address the financial concerns that our listeners are likely having right now. The WHO has called what we are experiencing a pandemic. And that word, it tends to set off fear when folks hear that. So, how should we as individuals be reacting to this news? We'll discuss the impact on multiple levels, uh, mostly sticking to how you should think about your personal finances right now.
0: Yeah, man, I feel like it's a hard time for the world. It's a hard time for our country. And it's a hard time for how we think about our finances with all the volatility happening and people just not sure where to go. So, we've got some listener questions that we're going to get to later in the episode. I mean, I think if we're reading the headlines every day, it's hard not to be fearful right there was a, a recent case just discovered right around the corner from us in atlanta and multiple cases at this point and yeah i mean and it just continues to grow yeah. like it, it feels like every hour there's more and more news uh, austin city limits has been canceled washington state and san francisco are banning large gatherings and then the ncaa has announced that march madness games will be played with no fans. Well, the NBA, I and mean the, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I don't too. think they've
1: canceled this season officially, but it's I mean it's on hold.
0: Yeah, my older sister was at literally the the last Hawks game that got played on Wednesday night and it who knows when it's going to resume That's so crazy man yeah so the, the the it's fast moving news the story's constantly developing and we humans have a tough time with this kind of uncertainty right like and matt we normally record our episodes a week or two in advance to give us some flexibility because podcasting yeah. it's, it's still kind of this wee little side hustle that we've got going on but we felt like because of the urgent nature of what's going on with the markets we really wanted to get this mini episode out asap so that our listeners could have hopefully a little bit of context for, you know, how we view what's going on and, and how it affects all of our money.
1: That's right, man. The the market is turbulent right now, in large part because of the uncertainty in the air. But here it's not just the uncertainty though, right? Like the travel companies, banks, energy companies, they're all facing real difficulties, uh, which will hurt short term profits. The travel ban from Europe, right? Like that's gonna have a massive impact on the airlines. Sure. Investors are starting to take this into consideration and are reacting to this news. But even though coronavirus poses a real health concern to a lot of folks, there are some specific ways that we should approach these uncertain times um, that we find ourselves in to continue to live in a fiscally responsible way. So let's go ahead and talk about a few of the main money areas that we think people should be paying specific attention to right now.
0: Yeah, man, I think there's a few specific areas that are going to really impact consumers and individuals over the coming weeks and months the most. But I think the the top of mind thing on a lot of people that listen to our podcast mind is their retirement accounts, their 401ks, their IRAs, like what's going on there. And, you know, we released an episode just a month ago about what to do when markets decline. And now we are in a market decline. It almost feels like weird that we released it right before kind of all this madness started happening, Matt. But for folks that are far away from retirement, seven years or longer away. Well, this event tragic as it is, allows you to dollar cost average into a down market. We hit bear market territory on Wednesday and that continued on Thursday to get even worse. And it's hard to know how much further the market can go. But this means that as you're buying shares, as you continue to invest in your 401k and in your IRAs, that you'll be buying more than you would have if the market just continued to rise as it was. And if you've got cash on the sidelines that you've been meaning to invest, but haven't, then now's a great time to consider deploying it. For instance, Matt, I haven't contributed to Emily, my wife's Roth yet for 2019 or 2020. And right now feels like a Pretty dang good time to actually deploy those funds, right? Heck yeah. Do You get that spousal Roth contribution. Yeah, exactly. So, And that doesn't necessarily mean also that the market won't continue to slide in the coming days or weeks. It could. But as a long-term investor, things are actually less risky for you today than they were three weeks ago, investing at stock market all-time highs.
1: Yeah, man. And this has also had an impact on mortgage lenders as well. Mortgage rates have fallen off a cliff. If you own a home, now is a great time to strongly consider a refi based on these now historically low rates. Uh, You could potentially save hundreds of dollars a month or you could refi into a shorter term loan and massively cut the overall amount of interest that you'll pay over the life of the loan. It really depends on your specific situation. So before you pounce, we would recommend that you go back and listen to episode 127, That's where we talk about what you should take into account if you are considering a refinance. Yeah,
0: all the details and how you should think about it on a bigger picture, not just, oh,
1: rates are low, I should refi right now. And that might be true, but it's not necessarily true. Exactly. There's a lot of considerations you want to keep in mind. Uh, These lower rates will also help if you are in the market to purchase a home right now as well. Just be aware mortgage lenders are overwhelmed. So if you can lock in a low rate and then just be patient. I know I've reached out to a few lenders, Joel, and I haven't heard from any of them. Crickets? Crickets crickets. Normally, that's not the case, right? Like They're normally replying back the same day, if if not within hours and minutes, to make sure that they get your business. But that's not the case right now. There is a lot of demand for refinances. But even still, if you're in a position to refi, it's definitely something you want to strongly consider. Make sure that you get at least three quotes from different lenders, just like we always recommend. And this is even more important advice right now than it usually is because the disparity in rate and fees can be astronomical depending on your lender because of the individual demands that are being placed on these different companies. Yeah, man. There are all
0: these tiny little levers that work to formulate what mortgage rates are consistently across the market. And based on kind of the current stock market and treasury conditions, it looks like rates should be lower, but because the demand is so high and these lenders are up to their eyeballs in in refis, the rates just haven't sunk as low as people thought. And so, yeah, they're still incredibly low. If you find the right lender, it's at least worth weighing your options to see if refinancing makes sense for you. Another area of your life that's going to be impacted by the coronavirus and the economic fallout is is gas prices. Oil prices are plummeting, and that's because major oil producers are kind of in this spat over production and price of their oil output. So if you drive a gas car, you might be spending 40 or 50 cents less per gallon to fill up your car in the next couple of months. So that is a silver lining for individuals and families, even though countries that are at odds with each other, especially over oil, is never a great thing for the global economy. But it is a good thing. That means that our gas dollars are going just a little bit further in this time, especially in a time of uh, a lot of uncertainty.
1: Yeah. And these lower fuel prices, uh, it's going to have an impact on travel in general as well, right? Not only is it more affordable to travel because of gas prices, but because the demand is a lot lower from other folks as well. People just are reticent to travel right now. And I completely understand it. Yeah, man, I don't want to travel right now. You know, like who wants to go on a cruise, (laughs) especially with the the CDC warning against taking one. But if you are going to travel, it's important to make sure that you know the cancellation policy before you book uh, and make sure that you use a credit card that does offer trip insurance. And you can also look into trip insurance that will allow you to cancel for any reason on a site like insuremytrip.com. In fact, uh, Brian in our Facebook group, he posted that because of Southwest's flexible change policy, that he was able to score $700 by canceling and then rebooking his flight. And other listeners, they commented that they were able to save big money as well, based on his tip for flights from Southwest as well. Yeah. Overall, our listeners, based on Brian's post...
0: I think saved multiple thousands of dollars. Anybody who's in our Facebook group and had upcoming travel booked through Southwest, they were able to you know cancel, take that Southwest money for a future trip and then rebook at a much lower, lower rate. So yeah, for folks that are into travel and are willing to book, even in the, the face of uncertainty, there are great deals out there for, for them to have. And by the way, speaking of listeners and listener Brian, well, we've got some other listener questions that we really want to address that have popped up in our Facebook group and that people have sent our way. And we'll get to some of those right after this break.
1: Save time
0: and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com.
1: All right, Joel, we're back from the break. and We've got a few listener questions here from our Facebook group that we thought it would be smart to address publicly, not just there in the group, because these questions are on a lot of folks' mind. First, we've got one from Danielle. Uh, in Facebook. And she said that I have saved $6,000 to put in a Roth IRA for 2019. I have not set up the Roth yet. So this will be my first contribution. I have been waiting to do my taxes this year until I get this Roth set up and move that money over. With everything that is going on, is this a good time to do this? Or do I need to hold off?
0: Oh, good question. And first off, congrats to Danielle on saving up six grand to fully fund a Roth. It's huge. That's tough, right? Like not everyone can do that. Like yeah. we would suggest funding as much as you can, but for Danielle, maxing it out on Max her first, it out. first year, get it, get yeah. it make it happen. <laughs> uh, I think we would say that something that's important to remember right now is that no matter what the market's doing, time in the market is always better than timing the market and so your fluctuations now might seem like a huge deal and it might scare us off but in the long run over the course of decades it's not going to matter all that much so that being said getting started in a depressed market is is an even better thing you'll be buying stocks at close to a 25 percent discount from their recent high so we would say get going and actually bear markets for younger investors, like we mentioned kind of at the top of the show, are actually really helpful for long term wealth building. You know, it's tough for a lot of companies, tough for employees of the companies that are being hit hard in the aftermath of the Coronavirus. But for individual investors who have cash to deploy in a falling market when it's gone down this much, you're in a good position. So we would say make it happen. All right, man, there was another question posted on Facebook from Billy, who said we just got our monthly statements for Roth IRAs today. And wow, have they taken a hit? Our financial advisor also sent an email today talking about the markets and the uncertainty but also that over the long run in the past stocks have seen the most growth i'm not savvy in these things do we just stay the course for those that have experienced this in the past like in 2008 did you just keep things the same and it eventually turned around or did you chase the market in 2008 i had only been working three years and i didn't have much in retirement to lose i don't recall noticing it that much at the time So yeah, Matt, for people who didn't fully experience the downturn in 2008, and they're having a hard time making sense of things right now, like yeah, what would you say to to Billy?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think this is a great question from Billy. Um, So uh, first of all, we would suggest that folks rarely look at the retirement account statements, especially if they are prone to making uh, rash decisions when it comes to investing. Retirement accounts are for the long haul. And so our monthly statements are almost irrelevant at this point in our lives. And Billy, your advisor is right. A majority stock portfolio will do the best over the long haul. Uh, And so don't change your investments based on these temporary uh, market fluctuations based on this volatility. It's best to create a written investment strategy that you can physically look at in times like this. So we would recommend to hold the course. Uh, you You mentioned chasing the market. Definitely do not sell. But like we mentioned earlier, if you do have some extra money on hand, it definitely wouldn't hurt to get a little more of your money in the market now while it's on sale. All right. We've got one more Facebook question here from William. And he asked, With all the talk about rate cuts, do these apply to student loans? I currently have three sizable private student loans that I'm looking to refi into one.
0: That's a great question, William. And rates for student loan refis have also seen a decline right now, just like mortgage rates like we talked about earlier. Since your loans are already private, you should definitely look into refinancing. We have an article on howtomoney.com that can help you think through the specifics but since there are typically no fees to refinance a private student loan, you should be saving money immediately because you're potentially drastically lowering your rate uh, right now by refining. So shop multiple companies. And there are certain websites that in particular are allowing you to to shop
1: with multiple companies in one fell swoop. So yeah, check those companies out. Yeah, we're talking about SoFi. We're talking about Credible. That's another company. Uh, Splash Financial. They're a new one on the scene that uh, has been doing a great job.
0: Yeah, Matt. And and again, for anybody else out there who's thinking about refinancing their, their student loan and they're not in Williams position, they don't already have private student loans then they really want to think twice before taking federal loans and making them private even if they can get a lower rate we've got some kind of helpful tips for how you think about that in an article on howtomoney.com as well so before you refi federal to private make sure you read that article and see if it makes sense for you and Matt, we had another question a voice question sent in from a listener in new york city about coronavirus and how that affects her life let's get to that one now too
2: Hi, Matt and Joel. My name is Mackenzie, and I live in New York City, and I'm a recent convert to the show. um, And I've already learned so much from you guys, so thank you. Here's my question. I'm working on paying off my student loans, and I made a resolution at the beginning of the year to pay them off by the end of this year. Um, So I am paying about $700 more per month than my minimum payment. But now, with this crazy new coronavirus emergency, I'm wondering if I should stop paying more than my minimum and instead set that money aside in the savings account in case of emergency. I do have an emergency fund already, and my husband and I have some other savings. But my husband works in the restaurant industry, and it's possible that his income will be affected by the virus. I have a 9 to 5, and I don't think my income will be affected. But I don't want to deplete our savings if we were to lose his income during this time. If I keep paying my loans down aggressively, that money is gone. It will be totally lost to us. We can't use it in case of emergency. But if I don't, I'll be paying more in interest in the long term. And I personally just want to be debt free soon. So do you think I should stop paying extra on my loans and sock that money away in a savings account just in case we need it during the virus outbreak? Thank you so much for any advice you have. I really appreciate you guys and have a great day.
1: Nice. Yeah. Well, let's keep uh, talking about student loans here, Joel. Um, and so McKinsey, like, I would hate to tell you to hit pause on your New Year's goal. And I appreciate how strong your desire is to kick this debt to the curb, right? But particularly because your husband's job is unstable, uh, we would suggest padding your savings now. Uh, we're all about people having that minimum emergency fund and then ramping up from there based on your personal circumstances and your personal preferences as well. And one of the main circumstances, though, that calls for higher savings is job insecurity. And so if this were high interest rate credit card debt, then it becomes a more difficult decision. But once you feel like your husband's job is more secure, that's when you unleash that savings to crush that student loan debt once and for all. So keep paying those minimum payments. And then for now, yeah, just keep setting aside those that extra $700 into a savings account. Hopefully you won't need that. Yeah. And then you can just dump that all at once onto that student loan, and you'll be done with it.
0: Yeah, I, I hope that's the case. And I hope everything works out for Mackenzie's husband. And be, But that is a, another industry, right? That's going to face some tough days, potentially uh, in the with what we're facing with the coronavirus, Matt. And by the way, too, I want to say to uh, McKenzie, congrats on finding $700 a month extra to dedicate towards debt payoff. That's incredible, right? That's a, a huge sum of money. And with that sort of dedication, even if it takes a little bit longer to get rid of this student loan debt we know that you'll be there in the very near future. And it's important for us all to be prepared, just like we discussed in McKenzie's situation. We wanna be prepared, but we always wanna hope for the best. And I think specifically in times like this, being prepared actually means having a little more cash in your bank account for a potential rainy day or for job difficulty that that might pop up. So stay safe up there, McKenzie. We just read how the governor of New York announced the country's first containment zone up in New Rochelle, just north of New York City. So yeah, again, even
1: as we're talking about all these financial things, more than anything, we just really want all of our listeners out there to stay safe in this time. Totally, man. And you know, here's the thing, when it comes to our money, ultimately, it always feels like this time is going to be different when we see big drops like that in the stock market. And again, we mentioned this earlier, but go back and listen to our recent episode from a month ago, uh, What to Do When Markets Decline. That was episode 165. There's a lot to take into consideration on a macro and a micro economic level, right? Like we're not just talking about the larger economy here, but we're talking about you and your specific goals and preferences. It's important to keep your financial wits about you while others are out there panicking. And so more than anything, don't sell your investments. When the market downturns like this, if you do, you are locking in your losses stay the course. And if anything, keep investing, right? Like keep dollar cost averaging and take advantage of the stock market being on sale.
0: Yeah. Fund those Roth IRAs if you haven't. Now's a good time. And also stay tuned for an awesome interview with JL Collins on Monday that we recorded just a couple of weeks ago before the coronavirus fears really heated up and we talked about index investing and we talked about staying the course and his advice still golden weeks later and will be golden years from now too it's timeless advice for individual investors so if you are in the wealth accumulation phase of your life and you're planning to invest over the long haul now is not a time to panic. And these stock market dips, like we said, will actually help you out in your wealth building endeavors. So, again, stay safe, take precautions with your health, do the hand washing stuff like everyone's talking about. What, what's the song that we're supposed to sing? Happy birthday while we wash our hands, Matt? I forget.
1: I, we live in Atlanta, and I saw one thing that said if you can sing the entire chorus, to, uh, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you're good. All right. Okay. I'll I'll note that in my head now. Uh, And just like, yeah, don't
0: pay attention to the headlines too much. I think it's important to stay informed and know what's happening. But I think the headlines can also freak us out if we're too invested in every single detail that's moving. This virus is, of course, a danger to human lives. But when we're talking about our money and investments, this time is not different. This is a bear market things will get better. And those of us who continue to stay the course and invest well and keep our personal finances in order, at least from a money standpoint, we will make it out of this just fine. So yeah, much love to all of our listeners. We're glad we could release this special episode today. And we'll catch you all on Monday with
1: our good buddy, JL. Yes, we hope everyone has a great weekend. And Joel, until next time, best friends out, best friends out.
0: For more information, visit UpswellMarketing.com. That's
1: UpswellMarketing.com.
2: It's brand new Season 2. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen wolf And
1: we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations.
2: Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more.
1: We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilbur Valderrama and Bobby Burke.
2: And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart.
1: Listen to Brand New on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.